My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get uh, annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe creepy. Uh, mm. Welcome to our fourth hype episode. Mm-hmm. And in this hype episode, we are going to be discussing the curse of La Llorona. If you don't know, hype episodes are not in our regularly scheduled programming, if you will, but they are films that are new and there's a lot of hype around. Hence, mm-hmm. it's a out-of-scheduled hype episode. Mm-hmm. So, okay, before we begin, if you're looking for a very in-depth, analytical, serious discussion about this movie, look elsewhere. This ain't it. Yeah. So, we're going to discuss it, of course. And there's going to be spoilers, of course. Yes. So, go see it. But honestly, if you've seen any, like, ghost movie, demon movie yeah. in the past, like, 10 years, you've seen it. And especially if you've seen The Nun or Annabelle or any of those recently, you've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. So, yeah, we're going to go through scene by scene like we usually do and give our opinions. But we're also going to have a little bit more fun with it because this was just so bad that we just have to laugh about it. And so that's what this is going to be. Because in the theater, first of all, we had the worst movie theater crowd ever. Yes, the loudest crowd ever. So... We're just going to snack and eat and sip and make noise. Because that's what we had to deal with yeah. during the review of this movie. So if you don't like uh, noises like that, then probably not the episode for you. And we're sorry. No. But we were just looking at each other and things would happen in the theater that were just so like annoying and disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And we were so mad. But towards the end, we were just laughing We were cracking up other. laughing. It was we were so just, bad. Yeah. And it ended up just being funny. The movie was bad. The audience was bad. It wasn't a good experience for us. But it was funny. It was. Okay. So picture this. First of all, anytime, not going into it, I thought it was rated R. But then when I got into the theater, I was like, is this PG-13? Yeah. Because there was a child to my left mm-hmm. and a child to the right of us. Yes. Right next to Connor, a couple seats away. And that's fine. I was a kid in horror movies. But yeah. like, I was a little older. And my dad was very like, if you act up or if you're upset or cry or make noise, then we're just going to have to wait to see him at home, which yes. is what I did most of the time anyways. I haven't seen a ton of horror in theaters until like more recently. Yeah. So first of all, the girl on my left was the loudest popcorn eater I've ever experienced. And she didn't close her mouth. No. So it was literally just like, you're over here eating and then it's just like, And then you got the tub moving the whole time. And then somebody couldn't open something, so it was like. And then they tried to open it with their keys, so we heard this. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. And then they finally got it open, and then it's just like. Yes. And then people were stomping up the stairs. I literally thought it was part of the movie. I was like, what is that sound for? Mm -hmm. It was somebody stomping up the stairs like an elephant. Yeah. And then there uh, there was this. Yeah, and it was, this is literally a play-by-play <laughs> more of what then, we, it went through. On Connor's side, we have Sage, and oh my god, look at her face, and oh my god, she's standing up there. Oh my the god. whole thing—they narrated the whole thing for us. Yeah, so I'm gonna eat popcorn and talk about a movie because that's what I have yeah, to go through. You're gonna hear us eating. I'm sorry, you guys, but it's happening. Usually, we're very professional. This one, not so much. I was not given a professional experience, so. Nor, honestly, does the movie really deserve it. No. Sadly. It was... I think this is our first hated one. You know, and that's something that we even talked about before we went and saw it. I was like, man, I really hope that doing horror movie reviews and loving horror 
and seeing everything from the 20s up until now has not tainted me to just not enjoy horror movies anymore and be super overly critical to where I just don't have fun anymore. But I loved when you give me something like us and then you give me the curse of La Llorona, it's like, yeah, stop. I I mentioned in other ones, like this is going to be a great year for horror. And we had a few good ones. And then now we've got two duds back to back and I'm so disappointed. Yeah. I mean, Pet Cemetery wasn't like terrible. Yeah, but it wasn't good. Now we've got a terrible one. Oh, and I forgot about the... (laughs) Throughout the whole thing, we also had this. (coughs) (coughs) The whole time. You know what? If somebody is sick, okay, whatever. Or, like, my mom gets this, like, weird hack cough from taking her blood pressure medication. But also, like, it was just on top of everything everything else. else. It was so comical, but, like... Yeah. not comical that it was comical what you did know that probably part of why we re- i mean it was a bad audience but we probably really noticed it because there was no music in this oh movie yeah there's really not all. much background noise at all i which... think the only music is at the very end they bring in the conjuring theme yeah in the attic mm-hmm. and that's it. well because we we do whisper sometimes during movies but it's like i am right in your ear and you yes. can even barely hear me then and exactly it's, i make sure it's at a la- loud part where nobody's gonna yeah. hear me after all this, I even asked you, because I eat popcorn. I'm a popcorn lover. I will yeah. down a tub by myself. Right. And I even asked you after hearing all this, do you hear me over here? And you're like, no. I was like, thank you. So you can be quiet. It can happen. Yeah. And, you know, she, oh, the girl next to me, not only was she chewing with her mouth open the whole time, and it was like the loudest popcorn crunching I'd ever heard. Yes. And I, I feel hypocritical because I'm like eating on a mic and that bothers a lot of people. But, you know, food sounds like kind of give me goosebumps but mm-hmm. not like in like an asmr kind of good way yeah so i was just kind of like oh my god this is not happening to me and then <laughs> these are leather recliners so anytime yes. you recline the seat goes and then if you're shifting in it and then you yes. the whole movie the whole movie and i'm like sit fucking still and then god. even her parents were like oh my god when something would happen but that doesn't necessarily bother me the audience reactions to actually being scared don't bother me. I find that pretty enjoyable. Yeah, that would be cool. It was just like you don't need to narrate the movie. Like I'm yes. I'm I'm seeing it too. I got it. So, it was a disappointment. I thought it would be a disappointment because uh, there was a lot of spooky stuff in the trailer. And when you have a trailer yeah. just jam-packed full of her face yeah. and all the jump scares that are in the movie, I wish horror – I know I just said this, I think, in Pet Cemetery. Yeah. I really wish horror creators – sad one. Would come up with a trailer that could draw you in. Us did a really good job. I had no – Without I, spoiling it. I had no idea what that was going to be about. I was like, is it a stranger's home invasion kind of thing? Yeah. But I will say that with us, it's such a different – premise we haven't really seen that before so it was kind of unpredictable anyways yeah but if you've seen this trailer though it's the you've whole seen the movie. movie it's just like the nun if anybody has seen that the trailer was the movie that which was is it. so disappointing i'll i just won't pay for it i'll just watch the trailers mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous you but know we are paying for it so we can tell you guys <laughs> but, right yes. well and it's fun going like when we before we even the podcast was even a notion when we were we discovered as friends like oh my god you like horror i like horror we went and saw the second conjuring together yeah great movie we had a blast yeah because we were freaking each other out in the theater yeah and then uh it just 
And when we saw Annabelle Creation, we we saw that at your Ooh, house. So we were like, ah, had you know. nightmares after that. So it's not like the gimmicky films. And I'm not saying all the Conjuring universe is gimmicky, but it gets you. But this one was just a remake of The Nun, just a different monster and yeah. a different setting. Which is really sad. I want them to do more like folk tale creatures. I don't want this to be a dud because I want them to be able to make more. But I mean, at the same point, they got more than their money back, so they'll probably continue. Even on a slow Easter weekend, they made their money back, yeah. you know, which it's because people want to see good horror, and mm-hmm. they just want to see horror in general. And again, I don't think that it was a bad experience for somebody that doesn't like horror. Yeah. If that, it's, not, it's not a movie for horror fans. This is a movie to get the masses in and give them some creeps, yeah. and that's it. It's not like a well-thought-out movie in my opinion this is supposed to be all about jump scares and honestly even that they failed i didn't all the way through. I, I, I didn't jump can, at all you can get me with jumps yeah. like even cheap ones i'm like oh you know not a single time nope. i was just laying there like i'm ready for this yeah to be over i was now. nodding off at the end honestly like that's when everything built up to a head and i was like i'm so done i've been there done that yep it's the same ending as the conjuring and the conjuring 2 and annabelle creation and annabelle it's just it's the same formula movie. And again, I keep saying this. I'm fine with formula. It's just like you've got to do something to set it apart from from anything else, yes. you know. And it's just it was super annoying. And, I mean, we're going to do a walkthrough. It's not going to be super thorough because, honestly, like we've said, if you've seen the, any film in the Conjuring universe, especially The Nun, mm-hmm. you've seen this movie. Yeah. And the, the connection to the rest of the Conjuring universe wasn't even super strong. Yeah. It was just, apparently there's it was a, a quick little. Yeah, apparently there's a deleted scene that would have made it a little bit more clear. Oh, really? But, yeah. Why the fuck delete it? Oh, my God. What? Yeah, I don't know. I love James Wan. Um, he was just the producer, I yeah. think. But, come on. You yeah. gave me Saw. I looked up the director who did this. He's literally done, like, nothing of noteworthiness. So, I don't, I don't know how they even found him, honestly, to do this. Connections, maybe? I guess so. The Curse of La Llorona. Uh, she's the weeping woman. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with this, the where the folktale started. Back in the 1600s, there was a woman playing with her sons and husband. And then it just shows her drowning them. Yes. That's where this folktale started. Yes. There are plenty. You watch the first episode of Supernatural, they'll tell you this even. There are plenty of weeping women stories all across the world. Yeah. Of women in white, of the drowning of the children, of all of this. Mm-hmm. It happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. So later on we'll get to the priest, but this is so not plausible. Right. I don't get it. Well, I guess, you know, the priest is, I think some, like, it's hard to tell. I think he's Hispanic. Like, this is a, a very Mexican cultured area in Los Angeles that they start in. So I'm guessing it's just the the Mexican weeping woman folktale. He's got the that, exact cross that's going to. Yeah. Because actually one of our coworkers said that her mom used to tell her the story of the curse of La Llorona when she was a child. That's cool. The same, you know, if you're bad, La Llorona is going to get you or whatever. While she, in this scene where she's drowning her kids, just to backtrack for a minute, she's given this necklace mm-hmm. by her husband. Yeah. So that's important later for some stupid reason. <laughs> So then it cuts to 1973 Los Angeles, and there's a social worker, and her name is Anna, and there were two of her kids that she's been working with for a long time have become truant, and so she wants to go see what's going on and do a house call, basically. Check on the mother, check on the kids, make sure that they're okay. 
And the mom's name is Patricia, the mom that she's going to check on and uh, her two boys. So she goes to the house with a police officer and she's insisting that she check the well-being of the children. And of course, the mom's super sketched out. Yeah. She's like, uh, nope, nope, you, I don't want you in here. But once inside, the house is like weird. Candles everywhere, very it's ritualistic also a weird looking. Setup. Like you have no yeah. idea. Or it's how like she an apartment or whatever. Rooms. Yeah. I couldn't follow that. Mm-hmm. And then she finds this door that's got these weird markings all over it and it's padlocked. And so she's like, open the door, Patricia, open the door. And it's this whole big thing. And she doesn't want to open the door. And she says she's hiding them. And of course, she, as a C, she's in a tough spot because as a CPS, this is her fault, mm-hmm. you know. But as a CPS worker, are you not going to get the kids out of the locked closet? Mm-hmm. Because their mom is saying, no, she's going to get them, talking about yeah. this evil spirit it's like okay you're mentally ill and we need to take your kids into custody you know get them into a foster home well connor actually made a good point that that is cool of them because it does bring up the actual abuse stuff because this actually does happen people actually lock their kids in closets there's burns on them later that look like cigarette burns which people actually do to their children yeah exactly that's a nice note yeah and it makes it to where she is legally obliged to help Mm -hmm. no matter what you know even if she believed there was something she couldn't just leave those kids especially in the presence of a police officer so what's she gonna do you know she's gonna get the kids so of course she finds the boys carlos and tomas in the closet and she promises that she's gonna keep them safe and so she's you could say ignoring the warnings but like again she can't Mm -hmm. you know and she takes the boys to the into custody for safety not custody like they're in trouble but you know what i mean into Mm -hmm. the into the foster system And so at a shelter later, Carlos is, he wakes up by his brother Tomas standing, just like being creepy in front of the door because these kids are already scared. So something's been happening in their home and they're scared. And so Carlos wakes up and sees Tomas just standing there. So he's like, "Mm, some shit's going on. So then they both walk through like these super dark hallways. And of course, it's like, Kind of flashing lights, weird color. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, the same thing you've seen a million times. They So they're walking down all these hallways and then Tomas stops and he stares and points at this little tiny mirror that's behind him. And then, of course, they both see a woman in a white dress and then it cracks and the woman disappears and then reappears and then grabs him. So, Which is what you assume is going to happen and it doesn't even do it in a fast way where a jump scare is there. Mm-mm. So that night, of course, they call Anna because they find the boys dead. You know, not, not I feel shocking. bad for the Catholic charity that they were staying at. Like, that sucks because yeah. now they're going to be investigated. Of course, yeah. That kind of sucks for them. And she's been called to, you know, they need to start an investigation. And she was, like, the one who pulled them out of their mother's home. So the police are going to want to know, like, exactly. how is it like there? And she, she has two kids. Chris, the older boy, and then Sam is her younger daughter. And she takes them with her. And if Because she's a single mom. I mean, what else is she going to do? Yeah. So her husband was a police officer that was killed in the line mm-hmm. of duty. If you've seen the trailer, you have seen, in my opinion, the thing. creepiest, yeah. potentially, you know, best scene or one of the best scenes in the movie. But you've already seen literally the trailer shows the whole thing from start to finish. Yeah. And so you're just watching it again. Which was basically the only trailer we had for the longest time. Yeah, which would have been fun. That would that got me in enough mm-hmm. to go see it. But then when the second trailer dropped, it was just the rest of the movie. Yeah. So, um, but Chris sees something 
or he hears something and he goes out of the car to investigate. Well, he wants to go see the... The bodies. Yes. Yeah. Curious child. Exactly. Yeah. He wants to go see the cop right. cars and all that. And so he gets out and then he sees this woman in white hunched over and he looks at her or she looks at him and of course she's scary and so he runs back to the car and then you get the windows rolling down and the mm-hmm. locks popping and my 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 Yeah. But while this is going on, Patricia, the mother of the two boys, is blaming Anna directly mm-hmm. for their deaths because, you know, it's her fault and she got them or she killed them or something. And then, of course, you see this in a trailer and um, she's like, who, Patricia? And she's like, La Llorona, you know, yeah. and that's when, you know, she's like, okay. And that's when she first hears the actual name, I think, of mm-hmm. what, the you know, the weeping woman. The next day, we get this scene where Sam, again, the little girl, is seen walking outside, and they have a pool in their backyard, and she's got this clear little umbrella. And, of course, now you can assume La Llorona's after them. Yeah. You know, she's marked Chris, I think, already. Or She has. She grabbed yeah. him. And when she grabs them, their skin burns. Yes. So she's already marked Chris, and so she's going to come after both of them. So she's just walking around, and, of course, you know she's being watched. One thing. And I hate to be so critical of parents in horror movies, but she's what? Maybe seven or eight? I feel like she's a little bit older than that. Eight or nine, maybe. Yeah. She's outside near a swimming pool by herself. Yeah. Even a good swimmer, like, buddy system, you know? These kids are good actors, but their characters are fucking idiots. And they pissed me off the whole time. Yeah, these performances were fine. Yeah, they were great. Except for the... Oh, my God, the fucking priest. Raphael, I think his name was. Oh, the ex-priest. We'll get to him in a minute. But she... And I didn't even mind this scene. You know, the the imagery of this scene. I, I thought that she, she was stupid. But, you know, she's a kid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like measuring kids' intelligence is hard. I don't know what they should and shouldn't know because I'm not a parent. So I don't know when that problem solving comes in, you know. <laughs> but I'm sure by almost double digits, you know if something's weird or scary i did so i'm just going off of that personal experience as a child but yeah so she's keeps she's opening this clear umbrella and she can see la llorona's silhouette through her clear umbrella umbrella. and she lowers it and of course she's not there and then the wind whips it out of her hand once Mm -hmm. she's like okay and then she goes to pick it up, and the wind whips it away again. So this is deliberate. It's not windy. Yeah, so stop going after it. Yeah. And then, of course, La Llorona throws it into the pool. Don't fucking go after it. Shocking, right? God. And then as she goes to the pool to pick up the umbrella, La Llorona grabs her and then leaves those burn marks. So now they've both been marked. Mm-hmm. So Anna's husband's partner is a cop, and he says, you were the last one to talk to her. You know, you knew her, so and she's mad at you. And usually mad people will disclose too much because they're trying to prove a point. Yeah. Or they're just mad. So they're trying to go off on you. And so he says, "You can you go interview Patricia and see what she has to say? And so she does. And Patricia had an alibi at the time of her son's death. So she didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And that's when she tells her about La Llorona and how it was Anna's fault because she let them out of the closet and she was hiding them and they were safe while they were in the closet. And then she says, you know, she prayed to La Llorona to take anna's children from her mm-hmm. and give her hers hers back i know that she is in pain and i can't imagine losing a child much less both children at the same time but to pray that on someone else that's like an intense hatred mm-hmm. but well i mean she sees it as her children were safe and this woman took them yeah. out of that safe zone and then they got killed so i mean i 
guess I get why she's so upset. But Yeah, but the poor kids, they didn't do anything. And then you get the second infamous scene that was ruined by the trailers. You've seen before this that at night, Sam will get in the bathtub and Anna will like rub the shampoo in her hair and then Sam will say rinsing and she'll go down into the bath and rinse her hair. So you've seen the trailer, you've seen the scene. This is not, you know. There's uh, more to it. Like, yeah, but her ugh. mom is downstairs talking to her brother. Yeah. Which, why the fuck are you a floor away from your child in the bathtub? Another thing, too, is she, Anna, pretty quickly believes that this is happening. So mm-hmm. she's already suspicious. Yeah. And that's what she's talking to her son, Chris, about is this thing. And Chris is saying, like, I've seen her, you know, Mm -hmm. so she already knows something's going on. And, you know, as a parent, I even if I had like a suggestion of somebody cursing my children and especially after seeing what happened to those two boys, if somebody if some crazy person on the street was like, I'm going to curse your kids like, okay, bet like go right (laughs) ahead. But like she saw these two kids get murdered and nobody knows why. And their mother wasn't around like, yeah, with these weird burn marks that now both of her children have. I would keep my kids all together on one space yes you know but also purely as a shitty parent thing yeah why the fuck is your daughter a floor away in a bathtub yeah she could just drown and i don't remember if this is before or after the bathtub scene but she sees la Llorona too and i'm pretty sure it was before she went she and talked saw to patricia yeah there was like one night and i thought this was creep it could have been better but i thought it was creepy enough she sees her too just in anna or uh, excuse me in sam's room she sees her and La Llorona comes at her. So La Llorona, something I did like about her is that she doesn't try to hide. She's not like being elusive. She's like, I'm here, bitch. Yeah. You know, it's just she wasn't that scary. <laughs> so, but now this we've got this bath. So not only has she seen it, mm-hmm. she's heard about it from the woman that lost her two kids to La Llorona. Mm-hmm. And now her son's telling her, and yeah, you're right. Her daughter's just upstairs in the bathtub. When the whole fable, because she's already talked to the priest about this once, I keep skipping things, but it's just hard to. Yeah, she talked to the priest at the memorial for the boys, and she knows about this already, and that's what this thing does. It drowned. Yeah, its kids. Which that's where it brings it into the conjuring. She talked to the priest, which the priest was actually in Annabelle. Yeah, took the doll. The one that that's that's the connection. Yeah, that we know of. The only connection that we know. I know so. Um, it's not like it's a huge full circle moment for yeah. anybody or anything. At least that's all I picked up on. Yeah. So yeah, Sam's in this bathtub and she feels, you know, hands on the back of her head, which you've seen in the trailer cause it's in there and she feels these hands washing and she's just like rinsing. And then of course, La Llorona tries to drown her. Yeah. But then, you know, Anna figures it out and runs upstairs and then all three of them are in the bathroom freaking out and they see her. That manifests, you know. And again, that's something I do like, that it's not like something happened and it's over and like, oh my God, what was that? No, she's like in their face about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see her and you can see what she's doing and all that. So she grabs Anna in the bathroom, makes her mark on her and chases her out of the bathroom, locks her in there. Exactly. And after all of this, you know, she goes and she begs the father to father Perez is his name to exercise the home or to help them or to get rid of the spirit or whatever that you know and he's like well we'd have to go through all these you know the typical catholic steps of getting it approved and so he refers her to an ex-priest that now 
mixes religion and science in order to do these things. Mm-hmm. And his name is Raphael. And Raphael was either badly written, badly directed, or badly casted. I actually liked his dialogue. So I don't think it was badly written. You think it was just him as an actor? Maybe not even. I don't know. Maybe it was all of it together. Yeah. Maybe there were parts that it just, it was, he was the worst character. Yeah. He was so like, this movie tried to do a few humor, like comic relief kind of things. And none of it landed. Like, no. the, well, okay. The audience laughed. Maybe we're just I stuck like up. Dry I don't know. Humor, but that was so dry. And just bad. Yes. Kind of like... I don't know. Or maybe if it was done different. Like you said, it could have been funny. Yeah. But I just saw the delivery of it. Or I feel like it, it's like the timing on some of the dialogue. When they're like, you used us as, you used my son as bait or whatever. And then he goes, no, I used you all as bait. Like either that moment is too dark for that to be a joke and it should have been delivered a different way. Or it should have been done at a different moment when it could have been a joke. I agree. Yeah. Like at the end and he was like, oh, you used my son as bait. You yeah. know, maybe. I don't just there just was something about this that just did not piece together very well for me or it at the same time seemed like the shortest movie i'd ever seen and the longest experience yeah. i've ever had in my life well, yeah we were like can we leave yet yeah that might have just been the audience yeah well even when it got started with some of the build-up i'm like blah 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 blah, blah. the fable yeah. the folktale oh you're introducing the priest Oh, please come exercise our home. Oh, we can't because we can't get through the Catholic Church. Mom, you know, find an alternative to that. Finds the alternative. Shit goes down. And then they're fine. Like, mm-hmm. bam, 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 bam. There's your formula. It equates to everything you've seen a million times. And it's done. Yep. And that can be done well. The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. I love those movies. I like Annabelle Creation. Uh, hated The Nun. Didn't like Annabelle. And didn't like this. And I don't know if that's the franchise getting tired Maybe it's time to let it die before we come out with anything worse Mm -hmm. or the same movie over and over. But now we've got the third Annabelle coming and we've got The Conjuring 3. Mm -hmm. So we're far from over with this universe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially with Lorraine Warren just dying. We're going to keep going. We're going to hear so many more stories from them. Yeah. And hopefully they're done well. I hope the creators learn. I was hoping they would learn from The Nun. But I think that was more of a gimmicky crowd pleaser movie. I think it's different. I think... And maybe it's smart. Maybe they're making different movies for different audiences. Mm-hmm. But they're doing them within the same universe. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're being overly critical. Maybe, I don't know. I just, I, it just, it was frustrating to watch mm-hmm. as a horror fan. The jokes of the crowd aside, it was just frustrating and boring and just, uh, it was just wasn't captivating. And it could have been, you know, especially when you've got this basis of really scary folklore. Mm-hmm. You know, we reviewed a short film called Kuma Talk that was just by two guys. Their podcast is Film and Disorderly. You know, check them out. One Oyster on YouTube. They did just like, it was like, what, seven, five, five to five minutes long. Uh-huh. And it they, I don't know what their budget was, but it was probably a no to low budget film. And it was better. Oh, much better. And we need more stuff from other cultures, more folklore stuff. Think of all the countries out there, all the different people out there, and all we really see is American stuff over and over and over again. Exorcisms, demons. So I'm just tired. You know, Mm -hmm. I just want Jordan Peele, keep going. Yeah. Like, stuff like that is what horror. And, again, I'm not saying horror is dying. It's just I've had, you know, it's the year of the remake, and... Mm -hmm. I'm hoping Child's Play will be done well because Pet Cemetery was done well. It was just 
or like it was i don't want to say done well but it wasn't a bad movie but it wasn't good Mm -hmm. you know it was forgetful Mm -hmm. um so there have been remakes that are memorable so they can do it come on you guys Mm -hmm. and uh you know if we're gonna do franchise films let's make them their own movies Mm -hmm. you know and i just feel like this wasn't but we haven't even gotten to the build-up yet, or the climax yet. <laughs> but So they get this Raphael ex-priest, and he shows up at their house to help them, you know, ward off this evil spirit. And, of course, they do a shit ton of... Where do you even get that many candles? Right? I was thinking that, too. Where do you even get that many candles? I mean, that's awesome. I want that many candles, but where? Or how do you transport? I'm assuming they're all his because this is what he does, but yeah. how much money? What was their candle budget for this movie? Right? I would like to know the, the candle budget. The mom in the beginning had them, too, all over the fucking apartment. I'm like, okay. Candles. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, they're setting protection things up, basically. And then, you know, of course, during the night, La Llorona attacks them several times. And so... The only cool part. The only good part. Creepy part of the movie. Yes. I actually leaned over and I was like, well, that's creepy. We haven't seen oh. that yet, you know? And there's a part where they're sitting, like, in this, like, protection circle surrounded by candles. Also, you've seen it in the trailer. Yes. And, you know, Raphael is like, oh, if the candle flickers, it means that she's getting past or she's trying to get past the yeah. protective barriers. And then it blows all the candles out because fuck your candles and fuck your protection. Yeah. Uh, of course. You yeah. know, none of this shit works. So she's, you can see it's dark. It's completely dark. She blew the power, of course. And... She's standing on the stairwell and they're looking up at her and it's just this black silhouette standing there. That was the creepiest part of the movie. Yeah. And it wasn't because, oh, we got to show her scary yellow eyes and white face. And it was just scary imagery. Like that was the part I was like, oh, shit, what's she about to do? You know? Exactly. And then it let me down. And then, of course, she she comes down and Uh she throws Anna away from the children Mm -hmm. and she drags Chris and then he ends up under a dining room table and Sam ends up under there with him. And the whole time she's had this doll with her. That'll be important in a minute, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and they're under this dining room table and it's got a tablecloth on it and she's pulling the tablecloth up. So it gets Chris from under the table mm-hmm. and the girl gets away. Mm-hmm. And... So Raphael and Anna, of course, Anna has woken up and so she's running to her babies, you know, or to mm-hmm. Chris because he got, he got got. Yeah. And they finally get him back. You know, this has happened a couple, she's, she's appeared and done shit a couple times at mm-hmm. this point. It's the same stuff, you know, mm-hmm. nothing significant. And Raphael puts down these, it gets quiet-ish. Yeah. And he puts down these seeds or something. They're seeds. Yeah, yeah. they're seeds. And it's like a they're little from, salt line. They're from the same tree that's made out of this cross that's yeah. important that he somehow has from this one weeping woman that, that exists on the whole planet. Okay. Luckily. This one guy happens to have the exact thing you need. And there's no backstory to him. There's no backstory to any of There's no backstory to the necklace. There's no backstory to why the tree is anything important. There's no... Yeah. There's not enough information. There's not no setup for her. No. She's just like... She drowned her kids and she steals them. Yep, that's it. And if that's your thing, that's cool. But not my thing. No. I would like more substance than that. So Raphael says as long as this line stays drawn, 
she cannot enter. Which still had a question mm-hmm. that I mentioned to you in the theater. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? They're just going to like die inside. They're just going to starve to death. You're not going to go outside to get food or anything. Pizza. What about the other fucking windows and doors? She's a fucking ghost. I don't think she cares about that one line at your front door. Well, and that's the thing, too. So they're all, they're like, oh, okay, good. And then, of oh, course, the safe. back door starts rattling, and they're like, the back door! And it's like, fuck. Fucking Obviously. Idiots. Obviously. God. You weren't like, maybe you should have fucking started there. These people are stupid, and they piss me off. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, here's the most infuriating scene. And the, it was so long and you for know no what? reason. You know how I said, I'm not sure where children's intelligence and problem solving comes in, if that's very different for all children. But then I feel like horror movies use the ignorance of children as a scapegoat for not having a better leg to stand on. Absolutely. I don't think a kid would have done this. I think if somebody told me you this line cannot be broken or she's going to get you, I'd be like, I ain't going near the door. Exactly. I'm not going anywhere near the door. I'm not. If my mom runs in one direction, I'm running with mom. Mm-hmm. And this kid is too old to yeah. fall for this. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, if my mom was running in one direction, I'd be running in that direction too. Like, but, and the mom is not like, let's go, let's go. She just runs, which is fine. I know it's like a panic kind of situation, but her doll has somehow ended up on the porch and she gets on her knees and is trying to reach over the line to get her doll, but she can't quite reach it. Of course, because that's what's going to happen. Right. It takes forever. It does take forever. And then, of course, they see her right as right before she's going to break it. And then she stumbles over the line and it breaks. And then Lyrona comes back in. She yanks her out the door and takes her to yeah. the pool. Oh, you're right. You're right. Not comes back in. And they go back around to the pool, which here's another scene. I literally laughed. There were a couple times I, I literally laughed to myself at this movie. Not a good laugh. Not like no, no, they no. wanted you to laugh. No, laughed at it. Yes. She's trying to drown sam in the pool and so of course anna jumps in i would do this my child and while anna's underwater she grabs Lyrona's necklace off of her because it's a physical thing that's another thing too she's got a physical body and physical things but she's a spirit or a ghost like that's not very clear on what exactly she is yeah just as far as like the paranormal goes but you know that's something i can just blindly buy into if the rest of the story is good and Mm -hmm. i'm not picking it apart because i didn't like it you know but she grabs her necklace off of her that her husband gave her in the beginning and what Raphael does is he puts this it looks like powder in the water like it looks like salt it's like thick powder it's like a handful of it if that and then they la llorona goes away this house is clean this house is clean ain't he blesses the pool with this powdery shit and he says it's holy water. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? So for those of you that don't know, holy water does not come in powder form from the Vatican. It, it does not. And I'm pretty sure chlorine and we'll probably mess that up. I mean, if, if holy water is just blessing water, I mean, he's not even a priest. <laughs> your face. You're just throwing your hands I up. I can't. I'm so mad at this thing. Literally, you blessed a fucking pool? No. 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 That's like the world's biggest wealth of holy water right there. Just everybody come in the neighborhood. And like, Bring you just in the face palms, so <laughs> jump in and be fine. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe you add a little bit of holy water and they're so sensitive to it that the, I'm just trying to give this movie some credit. I don't know. But that is one of the parts I laughed at. Oh, out loud. Like, uh, yeah. what the fuck? 
Yeah. That was the stupidest shit ever. This is a pretty stupid movie. It was. So I'm going to eat my popcorn. I was worried I might like it more as we're talking about it because I like what we're saying, but I'm still like, well, this is fucking stupid Well, that's what I was saying, too. And now I'm like talking about it. I'm like, oh, maybe it is better, but no. No. Mm-mm. I mean, if it's you want to. It's okay until yeah. the end, and then it, you know, just dies. And it's just, it's just, you know, if this is the first movie I'd ever seen like this and I was like, meh, I'd be like, okay, at least I did something different. No. Mm-mm. They didn't do anything different. They blessed a pool. They did. Well, that was different. With salt. Whatever the fuck that is. Now it's a saltwater pool. A holy saltwater pool. <laughs> With a little bit of pee. A little bit of pee. <laughs> so <laughs> the spirit is not kept at bay for very long. Of course. Yeah, she don't give a fuck about the pool. No, cool like now. that. She get, lets them go for the time being. So while there's this lull after they lie it on, I guess. <laughs> Uh, thwarted by the holy pool, she decides to lock her kids in a closet. So we've come full circle from the CPS case because yes. she's like, at least, at least I have some sort of control. But then she doesn't stay where the closet is. Oh my god! Again, didn't this just happen with your daughter in the fucking tub? Oh my what god. the shit? Why you're just like the worst parent ever? Are just stupid. I'm so far from the mic right now. I'm sorry, it's she's, echoey, but I'm just like, <laughs> she's once again not not just not in that room. She's not on the same floor again <laughs> they are upstairs in her room she's downstairs in the fucking den what the fuck <laughs> yeah because she knows that this thing is going to come back for her children you would think you would sit outside that closet but guess she does for a little bit yeah and then outside the room and then down fucking stairs yes like and then guess what happens just guess Kristen. just guess hmm they live happily ever after in the closet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, the fucking thing comes back and gets her kids because nobody's watching her fucking kids. We gotta start videoing these because our faces Dude. are... <laughs> so, uh, of course, then there's this whole big thing, and the kids... Um, it's not actually the thing, it's... Right, no, 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 it's, yeah. It's the mom from the beginning that cursed her. Yeah. Coming to get her kids. Oh, yeah, fucking, like, so she locks her kids in the closet, and then Patricia, the mom from earlier whose kids died, she comes in with a fucking gun, Okay, whether there's a ghost or not, lock your fucking door. I don't fucking get it. Lock your fucking door. (laughs) What the shit? She just walks right in, takes over the little seed thing, and And she's good. And she shoots Raphael, like, in the chest. Because he, like, lunges for her, like a Oh yeah, that was. She's got a gun pointed at you. He's like, I laughed at that too because he's not like being sneaky, and she's like, so she's got them both. They're like ten and two in front of her and so she's got them both right there and then i don't know like he thinks he's being sneaky and then he just and they're like a distance oh, away so he's not like close to her where, where he, he could just he like could reach it. out and knock the gun away no he fucking goes for her and she shoots him like obviously i'm getting madder as we're talking about this <laughs> and so she shoots him and then she goes you know and she lets the kids out of the closet because she's like la yadrona will get your kids and give me mine back you know she's just sad and she's wants her kids back but yeah. even though she's not gonna get it back she's just her Anna's kids deserve to be taken because hers were so of course she breaks the line La Llorona comes in the kids are trying to run away while mom is dealing with Patricia you know Anna and Patricia are having it out and so they try to run into these bedrooms but La Llorona is closing the doors so they can't get in so their only option is to open this attic right. and so the ladder comes down 
they run up and they close it before she can get in and then they tie the rope so she can't like pull it down. She's a fucking ghost. I don't think she gives a fuck. Although they don't actually tie it. They just like wrap it around the post, but I could give that to a kid. Maybe they don't know how to tie, you know what I mean? Like tie off a rope. That's fair. But yeah, she don't care. She's just gonna untie it. It's interesting to me that she can even be thwarted by a closet. And that's what you don't understand because she can. She undid the rope and she did all of these things and appeared in all of these places, but she can't get into a closet. She jumps around like a ghost, but then doesn't act like a ghost. She acts. And has like a physical body and things. It's fucking weird. It is fucking weird. And I don't get it. I don't get it. So kids are in the attic. La Llorona comes up into the attic and she's pursuing them and she's coming in on them. Of course, she actually traps them in with like boxes and stuff. And then the boxes, like, come away as she's making a path towards them. And then uh, Chris holds up her necklace. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, that's my necklace. That's my necklace. Wow. And why the fuck is this important? I don't, I don't know. We probably missed something because we were just, like, hearing. all over the theater so we may have missed something and we may sound like fucking idiots because people are gonna be like you missed the fucking point but i don't even care at this point yeah like i I will not be rewatching it no me neither i'll probably buy it because we watched it but just to have like the collection you know and so she's she's coming in on them and he holds up the necklace and then she kneels down and is like touching his face real sweet and she's you actually see the woman not the ghost part Mm -hmm. of her like the actual beautiful what she looked like before shit went south <laughs> and she's very lovingly looking at chris and then she looks in the mirror next to her because the drape falls off yeah. of it and she sees what she actually looks like and then she's like oh i'm ugly i'm gonna fuck these kids up <laughs> i'm assuming it reminds her of what she is yeah you know and so and then both of the moms come yes. up in the attic to protect them patricia's like oh you're right I know I just let the thing in, but in this five minutes we've been fighting, I have decided that I'm not going to be a bitch anymore. Because she hears the kids, like, screaming and crying, and so her mom instinct, I'm sure, kicks in. And then Raphael, you know, who's been shot. Who's been shot in the chest. (laughs) Manages to book his way up there. Yeah, so everybody's in the attic with La Llorona now, and Anna's holding her kids, and she's, like, coming at them. And he slides the cross to her. And this cross is made of those fire tree seeds. And I had to actually look up why that fucking seed was important. Which, thank you, Wikipedia, yeah. that the movie did not mm-hmm. help with. Yeah, and it's important because it was the trees that lined the river that saw they were the only witnesses to her crime of drowning her child, which, whatever. But this cross is luckily made out of that tree. And La Llorona's coming at him, and Anna literally stabs it into her oh, chest. I so hard at that. And it was like Voldemort, but worse. <laughs> you know how he like withers yeah. away? It was super lame. And I was just like implodes. And so like, I don't understand. <laughs> what is she? Because things can possess people or their ghosts or whatever. I'm trying to think of a movie that actually like is beaten by like a physical. I mean, maybe was Valak. No, they just said its name and it caved, right? In The Conjuring 2. I'm just trying to think of like, you know, things that didn't actually have a, a physical host that were able to be. And I'm sure there, I'm a, if I get one Instagram comment like, um, this movie, obviously, I swear to God, I'm just <laughs> quit. But it's just, I just didn't, 
I would just like some explanation of what exactly she was. And I guess it worked because that was the tree that was her kryptonite. But it's just weird that she wasn't able to like absolve herself and go around it or, or dissolve her. You know, what? I just, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. I guess I'm getting too hung up on that. And it, maybe I sound stupid, but it, I was just like, okay, well, if you could have stabbed her this whole time, you didn't try that. Because he's had this cross the whole time. Yeah. He's been helping other people that have been plagued by her. Mm-hmm. All you got to say is, I just got to get her in a position to where one of us can stab her. Mm-hmm. And they've done that. She was in the pool with her. Like, you just, 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 things. And then at some point, the daughter got, like, possessed by her or in her spell. And that didn't do anything. And it just, all of a sudden, she's out of it again. And that wasn't messy. even the end. No. We still have... More stupid jokes and the cab ride, even though he's been shot. That's what I, I turned to you and I was like, oh, he just got shot, but he's taking a cab. It's fine. <laughs> he's in the chest. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the shoulder, but still like in a, like an yeah. important area in your body. And he's just taking a cab. Yeah. Somebody call this man an ambulance or something. And he's just like, bye. Yeah. And, and then the kids aren't even affected. Like, that's whatever. another problem I have. But it's not just with this horror movie. It's with a lot of them. Like, at least in The Conjuring, the first one, they're all just, like, sobbing on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know? And, but this one, the kids are, like, running and, like, hey. Yeah. It's just, like, what? I would be traumatized. I would be, they're just, like, running and playing. And it's not like they don't remember anything. Because that's another thing. Like, in The Exorcist, she doesn't remember anything. Yeah. But these kids know this just happened to them, like, an hour ago. <laughs> exactly. Like, an hour ago. And they're just, like, running and playing. Maybe it's the relief that they feel like they can laugh. But I would just be so, like, beside myself. You know, it's just, like, everything is okay now. And that's great. And that's the way it ends. And that's cool. But in the real world, like, where's the PTSD? Yes. Yeah. And I know that's probably too deep for these movies and whatever. But, you know, at least a little everything's going to be okay now. And the kid's like, okay, mom. Or something. Yeah. Something. But that's not just this horror movie. That's, like... A lot of them. So mm-hmm. that's not just a problem I have with this one. But they need to wrap it up nice, neat, put a little bow on it in the end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever. Whatever. I just, one out of five. Oh, this movie was shit. Yeah. One. I'm kind of sad I even We don't do zeros. Yeah. Well, with this, it's our rules. We can. That's true. But just goes up on the website and there's no stars on it. <laughs> it's not. We didn't forget to rate it. <laughs> it's just shit. Yeah. Definitely one out of five. Definitely... Not a good movie experience. Boring. You fell asleep <laughs> towards yeah. the end. I mean, go see it if you're into the Conjuring movies. Or go see it if you're really not a horror fan. And you. I'm not saying this to be mean. If you scare easily and that stuff gets to you, you'll probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. it you know, if I was, you know, 10, 12 years younger than me, I may have been, like, really spooked by it. So I'm not trying to take away all of the the credit from this movie it just wasn't good and it was it's it was like the nun part two just a different you know i just yeah. mean as far as like being disappointing to audiences honestly i feel like the acting was better in the nun yeah at least the nun was i don't know i was on edge more and then just nothing ever happened mm-hmm. yeah, there was no on edge of this no not at all because you know exactly where where it is what's going to happen it's the same house you've seen a million times and the same family you've seen a million times and yeah. Probably could also didn't help that there was no music. There was no music to help get you ready for a jump or anything. Yeah. It was so bland. Mm-hmm. And then when there was, it was those same sounds you hear all the time. I was like, eh. So, very meh movie. 
Well, thank you for joining us. And hopefully you didn't take this episode too seriously and uh, you don't hate us now for being annoying. (laughs) But thank you for joining us for our fourth hype episode. I would like to mention that on our Instagram, there are four more days left on our giveaway. Yeah. And then we'll pick somebody the 1st of May and they will be notified the 2nd of May. So check us out on Instagram, the Extra Sisters podcast. You can also find us on Facebook by the same name, the Extra Sisters podcast. And on Twitter, we are just at the Extra Sisters. If you have anything you would like to share with us, you can hit us up on our email and we are the Extra Sisters at gmail.com, specifically asking for stories of like haunted dolls or artifacts or those kinds of things. Send those in because we'll talk about it in an upcoming haunted happy hour that we have. And until then, stay creepy.